0: When I saw the Montessori piece and then I saw the culinary piece, I just couldn't think of something better for Eamon and I. Just everything about it spoke to me so much. And I sat with it for a few days, actually, kept going back to it. And then I sent it to Eamon and he immediately texted me and said, we have to do this. We
1: are very much so a great team. We work very well together, communicate. We understand each other's limits. And for that reason, I'd do anything with Haley.
2: A good kitchen produces good food, but a great kitchen brings people together. Welcome to Meet Me in the Kitchen, a podcast inspired by Little Kitchen Academy, exploring the key ingredients to a meaningful life and how they are changing lives from scratch. Here's my dad and your host, Scott Rintoul. Sometimes an opportunity in life comes around, and it seems tailor-made for you. The kind of opportunity that makes you feel like everything you've done up to that point was preparing you for this particular moment. Now, if you've been lucky enough to experience that feeling, even once, you know what I'm talking about. Suddenly, the world actually seems to make sense, and life has newfound meaning. Well, take that feeling, multiply it by two and you begin to get an idea of what Haley Sexton Clark and Eamon Clark have recently experienced. The foundation for Little Kitchen Academy is the fusion of Felicity Curran's two passions, Montessori-based education and cooking, which also happen to be the passions and the professions of this Toronto-based couple. Haley and Eamon share a zest for life, a young family, and as you'll soon find out, an affinity for the world of shucking. There's so much to get into with you. You guys have a very compelling story of how you ended up here. But let's start with where we're at. You guys have Little Kitchen Academy, The Beach, which is in the greater Toronto area. What is it like right now, Haley, having the business open, having it running, having your own Little Kitchen Academy?
0: It's pretty spectacular. And it's also been such a huge learning curve for both Eamon and I. But being open now and having the children in the environment and coming through those doors every day has just been really, really amazing. And just so happy to be part of the beach community and, you know, getting all these children in those doors. It's its just been really awesome.
2: What about for you, Eamon? I'm not sure what your expectations were prior to launching your own business and your own little kitchen academy. How did those compare?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, you got to take everything with a grain of salt, meaning like you just can't really get too amped up or too down or whatever. But it's just it's an unbelievable experience seeing all the students walking into the doors and actually having it come to life, seeing Little Kitchen Academy the Beach happening, seeing Haley in there with her jacket on and her burks on and doing what she does best, seeing that in real time has been very special indeed.
0: Fantastic. It's been overwhelming actually with, you know, how supportive Parents have been in the community, and one of the things that I have found is that a child will come once, and they just keep coming back. And I feel like once they have been able to experience a three-hour class, they just they want to come back. And, you know, you see them walk in at the beginning of class really timid and shy, and you see them leave with their shoulders, you know, and their head had held very high. So you really start to understand what Felicity is has created, you know, really does work and it really does empower these children. And that's the feedback we get. Like my child feels so great. They're so confident and oh my gosh, they, all they want to talk about is their knife skills and they move to level two knife. And you know, that part has been really, really cool.
2: I imagine there's a real sense of pride, Eamon, when you get that type of feedback, not only as a business owner, but I'm wondering as a father, who's got two young children, how that makes you feel when you see that and see the impact it's having on other families.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously a huge thing in general is just the way that our son Edison, when he does get to be involved with Little Kitchen, how proud he is of his mother and his father and what they've created with the team LKA. It's unbelievable. Like Eddie is our number one fan. As we were building the location, you know, step by step, he was there with us. He's like, dad, it's looking great. You're doing a great job, like a motivator, unbelievable, like a very special young boy. But yeah, that's been very nice to be sort of in those shoes and seeing that side of it and having the support from your family. And Bobby's a little bit young, but she's, you know, she's, she's in there mixing with the whisks and the bowls and stuff like that, having a cool time when nobody's there. But the feedback comes from everyone. It, it comes from the families that are, are are there and enjoying and experiencing, but the feedback also comes from people just walking by going, thank you. You know, yes, way to go. This is awesome. Do you have any adult classes? I don't have any kids, but man, would I if I did, I would love for them to be involved with this. And, you know, if you've ever seen with your own eyes a little kitchen academy in person, it's special. It's beautiful it's just exactly how it's supposed to be designed. And that was a huge thing for us, you know, getting involved, but yeah, feedback comes from everybody. And so far it's been pretty rad. It's been pretty good.
0: One really interesting thing is that we, we have a ton of foot traffic where our location is and You know, when you have a full class of 10 in that environment, all in their chef coats, we get so many people, you know, right up to the window, watching the children, like giving us a thumbs up, you know, they can't believe what these children are doing. And, you know, it's, it's a pretty spectacular sight when you're walking by.
2: I'm not sure how that compared to your expectation when you first heard about Little Kitchen Academy, but let's go back to there. We talked about present day. How did this opportunity arise, Haley?
0: So we had just had our second child, Bobby. I was at home on mat leave and we were right in the middle of COVID and our friend Liz sent us an email that said you and Eamon have to do this and it was a little kitchen and I started looking at the website and I just was blown away. Just everything about it spoke to me so much and I sat with it for a few days actually, kept going back to it and then I sent it to Eamon. And he immediately texted me and said, we have to do this. And I thought he was kind of joking. I was like, ha, ha, ha. And he's like, no, we have to do this. And so I emailed Joel. And immediately we had a meeting with Joel. And then we met with Brian and Felicity the next day after that. And as soon as we met with Brian and Felicity, both Eamon and I looked at each other and said, "Okay, what do we need to do to make this happen? And that was it. The rest is history. Just after meeting Brian and Felicity, I think it really drove it home that, yes, this was something that we we really wanted and had to do.
2: Eamon, what was it about that meeting with Brian and Felicity that resonated with the two of you? Because they're obviously a husband and wife
1: that work together, and you guys are doing the same thing. Once you meet those two, you get a good feeling. You know, like, you get a good feeling that you're around good people. You get a good feeling that you're around experience. There's a lot of things that go through your mind, but meeting them just in general, like, the first meeting, they were in environment which was really cool you know and that was a nice experience to see them actually being hands-on you know we all know Brian at this stage wasn't really doing anything in the kitchen but he was there which was just a bonus Felicity was definitely working (laughs) and um, then you know you meet them again and then you see a little bit more about their their personalities and talking to them they're just good people. There's a good message. There's a good feeling behind them. And, and like Haley said, maybe that drove it home for us. But the reality is, is that what was touched on before, like when you, for people like Haley and I, when we looked at the website, when we saw the opportunity come to us through email, there's a lot of things that hit home for us about Little Kitchen that we agree with and that we wanted to be a part of and we believe in. And uh, yeah, maybe Brian and, and Felicity helped drive that home for sure. I would say for sure.
2: And with your two unique backgrounds, which we will get to here in just a little bit, I understand why your friend Liz emailed you and said, This is a perfect opportunity. You guys have to do this. But before we get there, I want to ask about working with your husband and working with your wife. Was there any trepidation whatsoever about working together, not just being a couple and going through life together? Haley, you first.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, Eamon and I met when we were 18. So we have been together for a very long time and have gone through lots of different um, exciting challenges, not so exciting challenges, you know, all of those things that come with, you know, being with a partner for a long time. And of course, there's always going to be some things that come up as a husband and wife team. But I would say overall, you know, just communicate. And I'd say that we each have our own strengths. And when you can tap into each other's strengths and recognize when you need help and that you can't do that part and you ask for the help, I think that's been a huge benefit for our partnership. I don't know, Eamon, what do you think?
1: (laughs) That was awful nice of you. I mean, the reality is... is Yeah,
0: he kind of drives me crazy a little bit, but...
1: (laughs) There we go. Here we go. Now bring it out. Bring it out the real thing. Yeah. There's two different people in this conversation, you know, but we are... Very much so a great team. We work mm-hmm. very well together, communicate. We understand each other's limits. And for that reason, I don't know, like I'd do anything with Haley.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: So Little Kitchen.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. Well,
1: it's true. I mean, Little Kitchen is is that. Like, I don't, I don't look at it as much of work. You know what I mean? Like, I look at it as an opportunity to be closer to Haley and actually make an impact of some sort that we both believe in. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe definitely Haley can get that message across a lot better (laughs) than I can in the environment. But the reality is, as a team, we can do this together, and we knew that, and it was also time for us to do that as a couple, as well as you know, business partners, sure. But as a couple, we were ready to take the next step in our lives so that we could provide in the way that we believe is uh, is effective and also so important.
2: Now, I've teased your backgrounds long enough, and I want to go further down those respective rabbit holes. Eamon, you come from a culinary background. Haley, you come from a Montessori background and you both have worked with your families en route to working with your current family and doing this together as a team. Haley, let's start with you and the Montessori piece to that. Is that what connected you right away to Little Kitchen Academy when you saw it?
0: Definitely. So my mom has a Montessori school in the beach community and I've been with her there for the last, I don't know, 16 years I would say. And You know, when I saw the Montessori piece and then I saw the culinary piece, you know, I just couldn't think of something better for Eamon and I. And I actually would run little cooking classes out of the Montessori school as a little after school program. And so when I saw a little kitchen, I just, you know, I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, this could not be more perfect for for Eamon and I. And... You know, I really believe in Montessori. Both of our children attend Montessori schools. It's something that I, I live and breathe. And, you know, being able to give the gift of Montessori to even more children, that was really, really important for, for me personally.
2: I think there's a lot of parents out there, Haley, that don't understand what Montessori is, and they maybe haven't explored it very much. How does Montessori and that approach to education differ from the traditional approach to education.
0: Montessori really follows each individual child. So I would say that's the biggest difference. And when you're in a Montessori environment, everything is child-sized. Everything is, sorry, not everything, but there's one of everything. So a child gets to use that material for as long as they like and then another child can have a turn with that material. And that goes to following the child. So if a child is really engaged in, let's say, language, we can take that child through a whole language curriculum before we touch math. If there's a child who who really, is wanting to explore math materials, we can take that child through math. So, you know, bottom line Montessori is really following each individual child and, and developing independence through many different avenues. One being, you know, sensory, you know, touching on all of the senses.
2: And if we apply that to the environment we're currently talking about, Little Kitchen Academy. For people who have seen a class or know a little bit about it, they know that each child has his or her own workstation. You're going to use your own oven. You're going to use your own KitchenAid mixer. I can go on and on. Eamon, I'm wondering for you, as somebody who is trained in the restaurant industry, which I want to get into here in a second, when you saw that piece and how it was being rolled out to teach children in this environment, did that light
1: bulb go on right away for you? Massive. It was such a huge part of what, I was so attracted about the concept because, you know, understanding a little bit about Montessori just through my children and my wife is one thing, but knowing food, knowing kitchens, knowing how important it is for accountability for yourself in your own workspace, seeing all the stuff that was at a high level, equipment that professionals use on a day-to-day basis laid out so thoughtfully, just seeing that that was individually for each student, I just thought... Yes. You know, like there was something in my head just said yes, as far as maybe a culinary side of it, as you get to learn more and more about Little Kitchen, culinary is a big part of it, but it's not the only thing involved in it. So for me, just having all those really nice quality pieces of equipment there to help succeed and make a more enjoyable journey for that student was, yeah, it was definitely just my eyes were attracted to all of it, every single inch.
2: You're right. The culinary aspect is the vehicle to independence, which is what Little Kitchen Academy and Montessori in general, that is what you're really trying to foster. And when we talk about the culinary pace, Eamon, that's how you grew up as well. And that has been your life. We talked about how Haley grew up working with her family business. Why don't you let everybody know how you came up and what your family business has been?
1: Yeah, I mean, at a young age, my father started, you know, the Mecca of all Oyster House's in North America, Rodney's Oyster House. It's the best it's always been. It's an amazing environment. It's an amazing, thoughtful place. My dad, being a very huge character, I was always so fond of his story and what he was doing on a daily. And I was fortunate enough to sit at the end of the bar, fold napkins, drink Cokes, and run around and terrorize the the staff at a very young age while my sister was in the kitchen with Mama Grace making chocolate mousse from scratch. You know, there was just so many different elements of, of my life growing up in Rodney's and being a part of that community at a young age was working there as soon as I could around 16 15 years old I started shucking oysters for catering off-site events and stuff like that and got very good at it and yeah I just I loved everything restaurant I knew all about entertaining that's where I was lucky enough to grow up and so Food has always been very, very comfortable for me and not foreign. And I've made a lot of really nice friends because of that upbringing. You can find me in the kitchen, always.
2: It's interesting when you look at people who have gone into their family business because there's a lot of kids out there that see their parents doing something and they are either really attracted to it or they want to go somewhere completely different. Let's start with you, Eamon, and then go to you, Haley. For each of you, what was it about what your parents were doing and the environment that each had created that attracted you to doing what you've done? Oh, my gosh. Have you ever been? Like, Rodney's is, like, one of a kind, right? (laughs) I have had the great pleasure of eating in the Rodney's in Vancouver.
1: I have not been to the original location, but I have been
2: to the one in Vancouver, and it is a fantastic place.
1: Right. And, like, that's the whole thing, like – Okay, so you can imagine a 12-year-old guy in a hockey team and all the parents want to have the end-of-year party at Rodney's. For what reason? It's because when you went into this electrifying atmosphere where in that time, you know, cell phone videos and all that kind of stuff wasn't a thing. It was more so just being present and, and just really enjoying something so unique that was so fresh out of the ocean. You ate it, sat there on the bar, the music was pumping People were leaving, smiling, laughing, you know, intoxicated, all those fun things as you get older. You just were, I was so attracted to it. You know, my father was the first of his kind in the sense of like the way he brought oysters to Toronto and to Canada and the way that he was presenting them. It was very, very cool. It was very hip. And I was like, this is totally what I want to be. And then I'd spend my summers in PEI and it was just the best. It's the most beautiful little province, sun is shining, the ocean's water's fresh, everything's great. And then the first weekend of every August was the Canadian Oyster Shucking Championships. And there my dad would go up, and he won that, and he would win it. And the parties that were had at the cottage, you know, just epic, right? And then my dad, like, hoisting the trophy to go to represent Canada in in Ireland, you know, all from just shucking 18 oysters perfectly but just understanding his craft, understanding how good he was at that, it was very cool. It was I, I was super attracted to it because, I mean, it's very rare that you get a party with oysters and it sucks, you know? It's usually something where it's like, this was a great party, I had a killer time, and I'll remember that for the rest of my life, and... By all means, I I just love that side of it. Entertaining was always a part of me. And just learning from my father and working with my sister and all that kind of stuff has always been very, very, very cool and attractive to me.
2: This is where I throw the dad joke in of an oyster party never sucks, it only shucks
1: right? Yes. Oh, there's been so many puns with that. Yeah. No, without a
2: doubt. Yeah. And what about you, Haley? What was it about your mom's business with Montessori and what she was doing with children that you got to be a part of that attracted you to doing that?
0: Well, my story is definitely not as exciting as Eamon's because he, you know, oyster shucking that's a whole other world and uh, very fun. But my mom has been, you know, working with children for ever and she has been part of the beach community with her school for about 30 years. And she's always just been such an inspiration with me for, for me, how she can make families feel so safe and welcome and loved. And I've always loved being with children, working with children, the challenges that come with that, because you know, (laughs) when you have 20 children in a class, there can be lots of challenges, but she has always been so calm and patient. And when I got to work with her, I just learned so much and learned so much about children and how we can help children. And I think being part of the school for so long And how many children I've taught and the relationships that I have made with their families and still have with those families. It's really, really special. And I just feel really lucky that I got to be part of it for such a long time.
2: Most parents are supportive by nature, but I'm interested to know what each of your parents think about what you're doing right now with your own business. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is, this is, might hit a bit funny for Eamon at the moment, but um, I will speak for my parents, my mom and my dad. Our parents, Eamon's mom like and his dad, we have been incredibly lucky. We have very close families. We're very close with our parents and they couldn't be more happy for us, really. They're so proud of us. They've been so supportive, you know, looking after Eddie and Bobby for us while we're doing this, always being there to lend a helping hand. And, you know, they're so proud They're very proud. And they also really believe in this. They just can't get over Little Kitchen. They can't. Eamon's mom, like, she wants to come and work in the kitchen. She's been a nurse for the last, I don't even know how long. And, you know, she's ready to retire at some point. And she's like, I'll come work with you guys. And you know, my parents equally, like, they're so proud and so supportive.
2: What about you, Amon? You had a pretty good laugh there when I introduced that question.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, you know, my mom is, like, always from day one, it's like, I couldn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? In my mom's eyes, she was just the most supportive and still is, and she just thinks the world of me, and that kind of support in your corner is unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, like Haley mentioned, she is an you know, just overwhelmed with Little Kitchen in such a positive way. My dad, too, when, you know, when I told him that this is what Haley and I were going to do, he probably was a little bit shocked, but maybe not. And then he also, once he learned about what it is, he understood the importance of what we're doing, not just for a personal level of us, but just for the students and their journeys when they come into Little Kitchen Academy, the concept behind what Little Kitchen Academy actually is. My dad was very supportive of, of, of that indeed, and he's always... <laughs> he's always been, he's just a unique guy. He's, you know, like it's, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's hard to understand my dad at times, but I know deep down he's very proud of Haley. He enjoys what. My journey is, and he wishes us very well with all that stuff.
2: We will come back to your dad in a second, but it does seem at this point like it's a good opportunity to ask each of you the question that everybody that comes on this podcast gets asked, and you have at the bottom of your email signatures as a part of Little Kitchen Academy. What is the one ingredient that's in
1: each of your kitchens, and why? Aben, why don't you go first? Well, mine's always family because when I think of a kitchen party, I think of so many things and i just think of my family being around us i think of my family working together i think of haley whenever we go to a party i'll just be standing in the kitchen um i know i said party a couple times but the real uh, life is fun life is full of enjoyment it's supposed to be fun we work really hard so that we can live a fun and enjoyable life and yeah i just think the most important thing and always the things that are around me personally and what would be in my kitchen is is family.
0: So my ingredient is the same. Eamon and I chose that ingredient together because family, you know, I'll echo what Eamon's saying. Some of our best experiences in life have been in the kitchen with our families. You know, my dad is from Newfoundland and you know, Eamon's family is from Prince Edward Island and you talk about a kitchen party and food being made and music being played and just being with everyone. I mean, some of our most special moments are in the kitchen and bringing our children into the kitchen and cooking with them and, you know, eating together. It's so important and so many amazing memories with family in the kitchen. So that's our one ingredient, family.
2: So while we're on the subject of family, I have to ask who the top shucker in the Clark family currently is because you downplayed your own success earlier you talked about your dad being a Canadian champion representing Canada at the world shucking championships you are a 10-time Canadian shucking champion when it comes to oysters Amy. so who is currently the family champ
1: well I'm currently the Canadian oyster shucking champion right now so I'd have to say it's me but I've had some really good success with shucking oysters. It's a, it's an unbelievable idea. Opening an oyster perfectly is a very satisfying, and it delivers a beautiful, you know, bite to somebody that's very memorable. Especially your first oyster. And like I said, you know, growing up, I watched my father, and then as soon as I realized that I couldn't really shoot or score on the, on the ice, I was like, well, what am I how are, You know, I want to have my own apartment someday, or maybe drive a car. So I was like, let's get to work. So learning how to shuck an oyster perfectly under the guidance of so many people that ran through Rodney's Oyster House and their journey through their lives. Yeah, I got really good at it and I've traveled around the world and I've been crowned different types of champions, all different places, Great Wall of China, I've done a shucking competition on and I've represented Canada 10 times in in Ireland. I've never been able to win that one for some reason. I just, they use a different species of oysters over there and I'm too uh, stubborn to change up my style. So I've finished twice a couple of times, third a couple of times. I've been awarded best presentation of oysters in the world. Yeah, I've had like so much fun doing it. It's literally like, as they say in Ireland, it's the crack, right? Like it's, it's so fun. And if you've ever have the chance of to go to anything locally that might have an oyster festival, go. It's hilarious. It's awesome. And it really is. Yeah. Is
2: there a whole circuit? Like, how long could you be on this circuit traveling around the world shucking oysters in different countries,
1: Amon? Well, when I was young, I would do it. Like you you can go for like five, six months of the year, you could travel around and shuck oysters in different countries, states, provinces, whatever. And there's not really like it's not about the money. There was never, you know, really a lot of money involved with it. It was about the prestige of like saying you're the best. You know what I mean? And My dad was very focused on the culture of oyster shucking and what it brought to his restaurant. It was important to understand your craft, meet people in your your field, do all that kind of stuff and, and just own it and be really good. So I took that obviously very personally and I traveled around and like you would go to some of these big, like in Whistler, they host this like really good event, but it's a pretty good amount of money if you win. So I used to take that money and just hide it in my socks and once I was... Loaded up a bit. I asked Haley to marry me, so it was like it's all a part of the journey, right? Like the oyster shucking circuit and the culture of that is is incredible. You can you can you can travel around and do it. There's a lot of places in the world you can go and shuck oysters competitively. Who would have known? I, I did obviously.
0: And there's there's a whole group of people too that you meet.
1: They become your family. <laughs> family. You go. Yeah. The oyster shucking family is very real. Yeah. Some of the best people in the world I've ever met. Like you know, there's so many people that come to mind when I think of oyster shucking, and it's not just people in Toronto or Canada. It's it's literally around the world. It's an amazing thing. Like laugh your face off time. Yeah, it's really really nice. Special special. It's an
0: awesome group of people.
2: One well, Haley, I'm sure you figured out which pair of socks to look in when he was hiding <laughs> the money after a number of years here. Yeah. So you figured that out. Now I don't imagine you've been to every single competition. No. with Eamon over the years. Mm-hmm. But is there a favorite that sticks out to you? A trip that you two made together?
0: Yeah, I've had so many wonderful opportunities because of oysters and Eamon and you know, going to Ireland to the world and Galway. There's nothing like it. It's such an incredible experience. We've also been to Italy. It wasn't a competition, but it was for oysters. That was unbelievable. So yeah, I would say you know even uh, in the summer, every summer there's the Ontario Oyster Shucking Festival down at Rodney's, and every year that just brings so much fun. And there's nothing like it. There really isn't. But yeah, I would say Ireland is is pretty up there. That that's a pretty special experience.
1: I thought you'd say like Italy was cool because it wasn't a competition, but like my sister and her husband and Haley and I flew to Italy. We flew in 500 oysters, a hundred clams and a hundred live lobsters from Nova Scotian and PEI. And we, I cooked with my sister for a hundred of this uh, gentleman, Joe Giusti on his vineyard in Northern Italy for his birthday parties. And it, it was by far, yeah, incredible. Like, that's what I mean. Like you never know what the world's going to throw at you and, who knew that like shucking oysters really well and, and, and falling in love with, you know, your family business or whatever, you know, went to that level where you're, you know, staring at your wife while you're sitting in, you know, an ancient ruins on the top of a hill that produces, you know, Prosecco. And it's just, I don't know, life's a trip. It's, it's amazing. It's all about those journeys. It's all about that experience. And thank God for oysters. And Bronwyn, my sister, she's the one that runs that joint. Pretty
2: incredible experiences. And you guys are conjuring up some really cool visions. Now I want to get to Galway and now I want to get to Italy, go back there at some point. Family is obviously the common thread that has run throughout this conversation. It's not surprising to work together. You've worked with your families and it's really easy to tell despite the fact I'm meeting you for the first time how important family is to both of you. It sounds like travel is a shared passion as well. Haley, is there another passion that you two have, whether it's food, whether it's wine, whatever that happens to be, but family and travel seem to be at the top of the list. What else is on there?
0: Mm-hmm. I would say food and wine are, are right up there as well. Um, like we were saying before, you know, having these experiences with our family, a lot of those experiences have been around food. And drink. And, you know, some of our best times have been at these incredible meals at these incredible restaurants. So yeah, passion would definitely be food and wine for sure.
1: And shopping. There's so many great, well, yeah, yeah but like the amount of <laughs> little boxes that show up
0: a, sh- a shared path, a shared passion <laughs> <laughs> is what we're talking about. Joking. I know. I know. It's funny.
2: That's very good. I like it. I like it. You guys can have some fun with it. And you have to be able to laugh and you have to be able to smile. I'm wondering for each of you, while you're on this journey with Little Kitchen Academy, what is the best compliment you've received to date? Either of you, whether it's from a child, whether it's from a family, whether it's from someone who's just wandered by or someone in your life that now knows what you're doing, what's the best compliment each of you has received with regards to Little Kitchen Academy?
0: That's tough. I will tell you a funny compliment that I've received. It was like shortly after we opened and obviously opening, you know, I was a little tired for a little bit there. And I was working with the three to five age group. And a little girl told me that I looked like a grandma. (laughs) 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 And she not only told me once she told me a few times that I looked like a grandma. And I was like, maybe I need to go to bed a little earlier tonight and, and get some rest.
1: <laughs> the best was when H- Haley goes, What does a grandma look like? And she goes, You.
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, that's so that was good. funny. But the best compliment, we've had quite a few that have really touched me, like touched my heart. But we've got a, a few emails just, you know, especially about our staff and how wonderful our staff have been towards a child if there was a challenge. We've had a couple of parents email us and just, you know, saying thank you for for your warmth and support with our child when they went through something. And I think that really, really felt really good to know that you know, even if I wasn't there, Eamon wasn't there, that our staff are really taking everything to heart as well. Like they really believe in it. They want to make it the best place for children to be. And I think that that meant a lot to hear that our staff had been really supportive and kind to a child. You know, there was this little boy who came and he said to me, like when he first came and he's like, I really like to cook. And uh, when he was leaving, he's like, I I need to be here all the time. I I need to come back here all the time. I love it here. And I said, well, come back anytime. Like, There's just been a few comments that have have really hit home. So I don't know, Eamon, what about you?
1: I don't know. There's like, there's an overwhelming amount of positivity around Little Kitchen and in the community, which is nice. So like, you know, there's been a lot of people that don't understand, you know, the, the shift or the movement of like where we are going and why we're going in what direction. But then I think as far as like compliments go or comments or just the overall energy, it's hard to pick one. I'm very proud of our contractors and what they did with turning the space into what it is and what it looks like. And in that sense, where that plays into is a lot of people in the community have said thank you for taking a rundown storefront and turning it into something as beautiful as it is. And then understanding the contents of what's inside that door and how that's going to change and affect you know all these lives. I think that's been you know an energy or a compliment feedback that really resonates with me. It's a very good job that was done, and was something that we're we're so excited about. And
0: yeah, I think one one lady sent us an email saying thank you for beautifying our community, yeah. our our street, our Queen Street. That was really nice to hear. Yeah, our community. So that was that was really lovely to hear.
1: There hasn't been too much negativity. You know what I mean? It's like. It's hard to pick one thing that makes you feel good. the The big thing is, is like, I just can't wait for these families during, you know, the summer programs and all these students to come in and experience this and get a taste of what it is because it's live and it's happening. and And I think people are just gonna those compliments. I hope just keep on coming. That feedback.
2: Well, and I think that will likely be the most satisfying and prideful thing you two take out of this along the way just in seeing the journey Brian and Felicity have been on, and now you two are on a very similar journey with this, people come to this thinking, this is a cooking school for kids, which in some ways it is, but it's so much more than that. And when you hear that from parents, and when then they try to describe to their friends what really happens in that environment, that's
1: where you get that ultimate satisfaction. The best thing is it's like explaining it to the guys in hockey in the dressing room, right? So they all got kids, and I'm like, You guys going to, you know, bring your kids in? You know, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, my kid loves to cook, loves to cook. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really matter. They're like, what do you mean? And it's like, it's so much more, man. Like, it's like, wait till you benefit from your child coming to this and experiencing Little Kitchen Academy, because you're going to benefit so much from just the way that they're going to be able to communicate with you through food. They're going to be able to communicate with you through words or language or whatever it is. It's so much deeper than the cooking. Like I said, it's a part of it, and it's a really special and important part of it. But there's so many underlining things about Little Kitchen Academy that are so important from such a young age. As you, you know, grow through it, as you, you, you become older, it's, it's awesome.
2: Well, as I've said to Felicity and Brian in the past, it's one thing to create the model, but if you don't have the right people delivering it. It doesn't matter in the end. And they've hit a home run with you too. Thank you very much for sharing your story with me. Can't wait to see what you guys are up to in a few months, a few years. We'll do this again.
0: Thank you so much for having us.
1: We feel honored. Thank you very much.
0: We do. Meet Me in the Kitchen is curated and produced
2: by Toolkit Content. You can find more information about Little Kitchen Academy, including classes, locations, employment, and franchise opportunities at littlekitchenacademy.com. What's the one ingredient that's always in your kitchen?